This is the Lovecraft Love Boat podcast, a real play podcast of Cthulhu Dark. I'm Chris, the director, and I'm joined by my wife, Kimmy, and our good friend, Tony. Cthulhu Dark was designed by Graham Walmsley. Music is provided by the Tudor Consort. Father Christian starts to pack up some things and he's talking to some of the miners that are at the church that have been with him to get solace. So, and they start heading out the door. And so, um, so where, where are, is everybody headed? Well, last week we spoke, Father Christian was saying he needed to go help Christopher Norris, mm-hmm. the, the minor guy Norris. With, in the machine. Mm-hmm. So he's going to, because I believe you said that Christopher Norris was at the the Gold Horse Cave yeah. space. Well, he was, yeah. he was in there on the machine. Yeah, so basically mm-hmm. Father Christian goes out the door and it's pretty clear he's heading there with some miners. Okay. Now there was black powder during these days, right? So yeah, they would have yeah, gunpowder. They, they would have, have cannons. Gunpowder. They would have. Yeah. In fact, actually, I think one of the episodes we talked about that you guys had a, a musket. Ah, uh, I think you okay. guys went to the went to the cave with the musket. Yeah. So all right. So yes. So the mines right. should have some sort of ex- oh, yeah. explosive right stuff. Right. Because I'm thinking that we need to get rid of this uh, obelisk. Obelisk. And um, that's smart thinking. Pickaxes and that sort of thing wasn't working. So I'm thinking maybe um, I'll ask uh, Lady Francis if she's aware, if she has a supply of. Um, we can't call it. Francis wouldn't have that. No. No. Well, the mines. The mines would. Does she own this? But. Oh, so again, the it, mine, the ownership of the mines are contested. It's in dispute. But she may have some sway at the mines and we might be able to get a barrel of bomb. <laughs> I don't think Francis has sway. They don't like her at the mines, particularly because of the dispute over mm-hmm. ownership. Yeah. Um, and given that Christopher Norris is not there and Father Christian is going to Christopher Norris. Um, and Maybe uh, I can grab... We, Father Christian by the the arm on his way out and say, hey, you know, it would be really helpful to your cause if we can use um, some of the uh, the mining equipment like the barrels of um, black powder to uh, to help clear the tunnels. Um, You mean the the Gold Horse Tunnel? That yeah. I ran the machine down. Yep. That way we can help Norris. Well, if you want to, if you want to do that, you're welcome to it. I I have to go see Norris. He's he's got business to attend to, and I have to go help him. Well, this would be helpful to him. Can you uh, escort me to the mines, and we can grab the powder and take it? It's kind of the wrong direction. Well, um, don't you think it'd be helpful for Norris if he had that, or do you think the machine would be enough? I think the machine's enough, and I, I think he just needs some guidance. So uh, we won't be long. I don't think this will take more than 15 minutes. 
Do I know Karate Chop? Can I knock him out? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say you can use a human die to try to knock him out. Uh, okay, Lady Francis has horses, so maybe, so maybe we can outrun these guys. But I'm thinking that we need to get... I'm going to pull her aside and I'm going to tell her my plan of we need to blow this thing up. I, but I, I, don't, I don't have any problems with that. I, I just think that we want to make sure that everybody is okay. And are you sure that we should blow up the obelisk? I mean, don't we want to know where this comes from and what it what it's doing? Well, here's... I, I mean, that's kind of a rash thing to just just to blow it here's, up. Here's my two cents on that. Because they had two cents back then. Yeah, two pence. Two pence. Here's my two pence on that. <laughs> um, since visiting with the obelisk, we've had uh, the sudden appearance of a machine that everybody denied existed until it suddenly does. Um, the Catholic priests have become very un-Catholic-like, and they seem to be worshiping some sort of a idol of some sort and that doesn't seem like it's going to be good for your town or the world at at large everything I tried to do to influence the obelisk did nothing pickaxes didn't do anything Um, we've had bugs come out of people's mouths and all kinds of weird since the obelisk has been in place so I'd really rather just get rid of it well, I wouldn't be so quick to get rid of it. I think that it may do some... We don't know. Like, it could be used as a force of a benefit of good goodness for us instead of badness. And you are really not considering all the possibilities that could happen if we figured out what it was i mean unless you think that there is that there's something critical a time um, criticalness to it that it's going to blow up or it's going to you know enslave all of us in this area so so one thing you francis you do in your talking with art um you do notice that he seems to be almost like obsessed about this it's like he's wide-eyed and excited about it why are you wide-eyed and excited about this by the way because you remember this is your yeah how you get out of your madness so (laughs) what so i think that this is dangerous and i think that it's going to harm your town and possibly the the surroundings what evidence do you have for that well we have catholic priests that are not at talking about Catholic priest things. They're they're off talking about some sort of foreign landing of some some sort. I mean, the well, bishop doesn't make sense. Lander. Father Christian doesn't make sense anymore. First, they wanted to have bishops come and bless this thing, and then it turns into this. Now that the now that the obelisk has been exposed, all of a sudden our priestly friends are talking about some sort of coming of something that's not even like Christ or any anything related to their religion. I think it's influenced their minds. But how do you know that this coming force is something that is to be uh, you know reckoned with? Because I've played these kind of games before. And 
Tony's meta playing. Um, uh, okay. So let me let me uh, let me pause you real quick here because one of the things we did talk, you guys did talk about last time, um, and I'll I'll throw out some other possibilities because I think it's it's been a while since we played and and you're you're maybe a little bit uh, forgetting some of the things we you guys talked about going to the the House of Sleuths and asking them what they might have about this. Mm. Um, the other thing is that is that you know you you have you're. Of course, you're in the the church, not your home, and you don't really pray to your nature deity, whatever it is, at at, at the church. You pray pray to it at, the, at your home, but that would be mm-hmm. an option too, is just to consult your mm-hmm. religious beliefs and 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 that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, basically, uh, I think I don't see any reason why. Father Christian would be stopped, and so I think he would just go. And like I said, you, you kind of, you kind of get the feeling that the the men he's bringing with him are fervent followers, and that they you know they will they will protect him. You kind of get intimidated by them as they go out. Yeah. So um, you know, unless you can well, think of it other, as, you know some exotic uh, way to stop him. The but. only other thing that I can add to this discussion is that. When we went to open the goat door, goat horse door, um, after it closed, everybody in the field was attacked. I could hear the attacks happening. There were bird sounds. There was a lot going on. And the aftermath of that we've seen with uh, bridles everywhere, the machines. uh, Thinking back to the scene that you saw outside that, you didn't see any bodies. No, didn't see bodies, but we saw evidence of struggles and yeah. things were destroyed that um, would normally okay. be very sturdy and not easily destroyed. There was something that happened that was felt unworldly. Yeah. Plus, rocks don't glow like that unless they're superheated. Well, and, and, mm. and you were hearing footprints that sounded much larger than any creature you've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. I mean, if you would have encountered an elephant, that would be kind of close to like the weight that you would have heard and felt. But you probably didn't ever encounter anything larger than a horse or a cow, so or a bull, I should say. So maybe like a bull and a charge. Maybe that's if you've ever been near that. That might have been kind of the same experience of just feeling the whole the, the raw power of the whatever creature was. But everything seems to be drawn to this obelisk, and there have been influences drawing people who would normally be of holy um, sound stature. So I'm in favor of getting black powder and blowing this thing up. I mean, I still, I think that we need to investigate a little bit more before we, 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 uh, we blow it up. Um, Once we blow something up, there's no return. So I am going to ask that we, proceed to um investigate and monitor this this thing in the cave and i will ask the bishop what 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 he thinks is best the bishop is gone bishop is gone off to seek his his enlightenment or whatever this thing is that he's seeking remember the bishop also the bishop and, and fern also basically fought with gertrude and and lauren as they left the spa Right. Well, I'm going to go yeah, to the I mine. Yeah, I know that, but I thought they were still in town, and we were going to go to they, them. They, they had no idea where the where the two of them went. 
Okay. Lauren and I'm going to go to the mine and get some black powder, and then I'll meet you back at the goat horror store if that's what you'd like to do. That's fine. Okay. Um, we should probably, though, investigate because so the machine made it from the mine all the way over to the goat horse door through the wall. So mm-hmm. there's probably a way to access things through the mine. Mm-hmm. Right. We can uh, see if we can get some trusty miners to uh, tell us different routes to the obelisk. Not welcome at the mines, right? No. I'm not welcome, but I can send somebody out there that that would be uh, of a a player. (laughs) A player. A player. Well, the problem is that, like, your staff is all back at your house. You're at the church right now. Yeah, I know other people in town, though. Yeah. Shit, man. That's You're true. not friends. Okay. Jeez. Town's Couple. named after her. Well, yeah, the whole Yeah. Uh, whole they city. all wear the Damn. t-shirts. Yeah. That's right. Whole region. That's right. So, um... Baseball ads. I, I slave away in the in the Satterfieldville uh, fields, and all I get with the cut was this t-shirt. That's baseball it. Baseball hat. I said yeah. baseball hat. Oh, whatever. Okay. T-shirt, baseball hat. Hey, lucky. Um, okay, so what's the plan? I'm sorry, I was looking up. So, something. recap. You're gonna go. You're gonna go get someone in town to to go tell to go find out where investigate about the obelisk through the miners and that, what outlets there are that could possibly go down to this. Well, but you're gonna go get opening. some black powder at the mine. I'm going to the mines. Yeah. So why don't you just go to the mine? and You ask them, and yep. Francis can do something else. Does it? Can he? Will they trust him? Yeah. Well, so they last they saw art. Art was with Father Christian, and Father Christian clearly, given those three guys that just went out with him, is clearly uh, in with the miners. So okay, fine. And, uh, and you know, you would know this because, like I can said, you, you were kind of wandering around are, the mine, the you mine site on your own. Investigate the miners. They trust you more than they trust me, and you can maybe get somewhere with them to ask them. You know, so any clues is, on this? So what is Francis I'm going to go and I'm going to s- go see my de- deity. Okay. And ask, ask to turn over rocks if good or bad, that kind of thing. You know. Okay. Throw some herbs in um, there. No spaghetti. Just because Please I want to do things in a different order, it. let's do that first. So you're gonna? Are you gonna ride to your to your? Um... I always ride. Okay. So you ride to your manor. It takes you ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, although. Okay, it's it's probably two or three in the morning at this point, because mm-hmm. um, you guys have been trying to dig out of a cave and so there's mm-hmm. no traffic. Yeah, it's true, no traffic, but um, it's still raining, but a light rain, um, but it's getting very cold out. Okay. Um, so you get to the manor. Um, Larry is is three two as you go in. What would you like to do? Larry greets me. Yeah, your butler. Yes. Okay. I go in. I say, uh, Larry, please uh, set up my um, my uh, rock and sticks. Your altar, we'll say. Uh, in the um, outdoor, our inside um, greenhouse, please. Okay. 
doesn't take him more than 10 minutes to do that. Okay. I open up a bag and it has certain stones in it and um, precious sticks weaved with different herbs on it. And I have a place board that says yes or no. um, You have a Ouija board? (laughs) Yeah, kind of. With a planchette? Yes. yes. And so I ask my deity. So you do your prayers. um, I do my ritual, Uba Ubla Abba. And then I... uh, the question that I have posed or proposed onto so the rocks you, and sticks is so that... So you're, as you're starting your ritual, um, all, as you start your ritual, you're hearing the humming in your ears and you're, mm-hmm. you're mm, uh, mm, uh, you know, doing your, your chanting and... You feel a tickle on your ear, <laughs> and you, you your first instinct is to go, you know, whack it. Cause you're in, you're in a garden, and you're thinking, oh, maybe it's a mosquito or something from the garden. Okay. Um, but you have the instinct to not do that, and you feel the tickle, Bell. and it goes into your ear, and you hear. Stop, stop them. Stop them. Okay, I got the message. All right, so I quickly put my rocks and my sticks back into my bag. I have um, my butler. Butler? Lawrence? The... Whatever's buzzing in your ear is still buzzing, but just kind of. Can you tell me more buzz? What more detail? Stop them. What's the best way to stop them? Do I destroy the obelisk? Obelisk difficult. Protections over it destroyed. We bury it. So it's a possibility, though, that we can work with the obelisk if we figure out. No, no. Destroy. Stop. Okay. Unclean. Okay. Okay, I uh, I shall proceed in helping to destroy the obelisk. No, destroy them. Destroy the people. God damn it. I just asked you about the obelisk and you said bad. <laughs> okay, so what people? The followers of the obelisk. Who are the followers of the obelisk? Mm, they don't know names. We're just little insects. Mm. Is it the Catholic Church? Mm, does not compute. Mm. <laughs> Ask again later. Mm, what oh, Magic Eight Ball says. Miners? Is it the miners? 
It's it, it doesn't know. Okay. Okay. So I pack everything up. Lawrence, my butler. Uh, then you hear, you hear the the buzzing sound and it goes out of your ear and goes okay. into the garden. Okay. I get everything together. Um, in my I pack things. Everything like uh, things that I think could help. So what? Is, let's ask a, a general question. What is your goal? At this point is to meet up with art again and destroy the obelisk okay so you would uh, you would maybe pack some weapons in case someone was there to try to stop you or yes something. and lantern and crackers lanterns, and cheese cheese and um, crackers some religious things perhaps um all my religious things of our earth of earth nature okay. so Okay, so you pack up. It's now like three or four in the morning. I only have a um, piece of ash from an old ancient redwood. I don't know if they had redwoods in Europe, but okay. We'll say cypress. Cypress. Cypress would be appropriate. Cypress. Okay. So you have like a like a relic, a relic of some it's sort. It's a piece of a whoosh uh, root. That has been an old burl or something. Yeah, but it has been ashed, uh, like burnt. Yeah. Fossil like. Okay. So you ride down to the down to the cave. And Art, you go to the mine. Yes. Um of course it's the middle of the night. It's dark. Um there are there are lights around the mining site. I'll go so, grab a lantern or whatever. Yeah, well you can probably grab one at the church. I mean, so I'll assume that there's enough extra supplies there that, that you're able to bring one so you find your way to the to the mining site. Um, yeah, there's only one, maybe two people out at a time out on the surface. You you know, you see them going in and out of the mine, getting ore and sorting through it and, and breaking it apart. So I'll approach uh, one of them. And I'm going to ask them if they have been um, using black powder to uh, to blast their way into parts of the mine. And if there's a, a cache or a supply of it. He looks at you and he's kind of looking you up and down and saying... I'm with the, uh, the Vatican. <laughs> um, You're with Bishop McLeod or I'm with Father Bishop Christian. And, yes, and... Um, What's his face is at the anyway. Uh, what, what's the guy's name? Father the, Christian or, or well, there's Father Christian, but then there was not Copel, but um, uh, Christopher Norris, yes. the head miner. Yeah, uh, so the, Christopher Norris uh, is using the machine at the goat horse door area, and I was thinking he seems a little bit surprised. I was thinking that I, mean, I thought uh, the machine was down in the mine, but okay, yeah, it's definitely gone now but i'm hmm. thinking the best way I'll to ask a, do you have a, a a cache of black powder i'd like to uh use that at the goat horse area to help blast away as much as we can he says uh i guess you can spare a, a keg and they're like a little i was guessing i was trying to figure out I would guess a keg would be maybe like 10 pounds of black powder or something like that. It'd be pretty small, portable, something that, you know, you wouldn't less risk of it destroying a whole site if it blows up, <laughs> that sort of thing. 
So he he hands you a, a, a basically a ten pound keg. Says, uh, "Well, send my regards to Christopher. Hopefully, uh, everything's all right with him." And I'm surprised that uh, did he mine his way there? I mean, that's quite a distance. Yes, I believe he did. Interesting. Well, maybe maybe we'll have some new uh, seams to work then. Yes. Um. So I'll. Can you spare a wheelbarrow that way I can uh, transport this a little bit easier? It's ten pounds, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can put that under your arm. You're well, a beefy sure, boy. Like, uh, how far is the goat so horse hour walk? Yeah, ten pounds it's, gets it, heavy uh, over time. Wheelbarrow, yeah, it's wet, it's cold. Okay, it's down a hill. Will it fit my backpack? I guess, or I can sling it somehow. You can sling it under your arm. Yeah, it'd be like carrying, okay. be like carrying a, a ham. And um, <laughs> do they have a? Do they have a um, nice, a nice uh, baguette? <laughs> do they okay, have like a, a a long fuse, like fuse rope? Uh, yeah, they would probably have some fuse. Good, like twenty five, yeah. twenty five foot of it. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't see why they would object. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if they're obviously they're not going to have super short fuses because they're working in a mine, and yeah. you don't want to be too close to the blast. Yeah. So, or in the place the place yeah. that collapses. Yeah. Okay. So you grab a a keg and you start heading back. Yep. Um, okay, you get back to the goat horse store. Um, we'll say that the two of you arrive basically at about the same time. Uh, you see one miner is standing out front of the, of the goat horse store. Um, and, um, that's what you see as you approach. Um, and I guess you both have light sources at this point. One's on horse, you're on horseback, and Art's on foot. But basically, the two of you are, are approaching with lanterns. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the best thing to do is just find out what's going on mm-hmm. at the go- like because Father Christian isn't there anymore. You don't see him, right? So I'll inquire the whereabouts of Father Christian. Um, give me, roll me a human die. Uh, the, the miner says, uh, he's busy and you guys shouldn't, you should, you folks shouldn't be here. This is uh church business. Well, I'm an envoy of the church, so I, I have a presence here. Mm, would he know you? I mean, he's, he saw you at the church. Mm-hmm. Uh... I'm I'm sorry, Art, but uh, Father Christian said no one's to see him right now. I see. All right. Well, I'm going to go talk to Lady Francis then. Okay. So, and so you're on a horseback and you're slinging a little keg. Yep. Pony keg of fun. <laughs> yep. So I'll, I'll say, um, so Lady Francis, I... Uh, need to get these people out of here somehow mm-hmm. because my intention is still to blow this thing. Okay. Well, um, okay. What is, Who um, do we need to get out of the way? The well, miners? We have the, the miners and it would be helpful, I think, if we got Father Christian and um, 
the other guy. <laughs> Copel. Well, no, he's not there. Copel's not there. No. Uh, Christopher Norris. Yeah, Christopher Norris. And probably take the machine down too, but because mm. um, it didn't okay. feel of this earth either. Okay. But I, I have a keg here that will hopefully be enough to either destroy the obelisk or bury it deep. Hmm. And then hopefully the effects that it's having on the people of this town will cease. Yeah. I think it's best to try to figure out what it's made out of. So... The obelisk. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't completely destroy it. I still have curiosity about it. I mean, yes, it is seems to be from when I uh, talked to talk, when I talked with my higher being, it seems that there are people that worship this obelisk and follow this obelisk, and they are the ones that to be uh, warned about. Uh, so, but the obelisk itself. I'm just curious. Do you think it's a a transportation device from somewhere else, or I mean, could it, or is it some way in which it it's it, it allows people that are not from here in a way to come to here? Is it like a um, I guess you would say a portal of some sort. And if it's a portal of some sort, why, if people are coming here, then why can't we go there? And so why would we destroy something that could be of great significance to us in the future? I'm just thinking that you think like a man. You have to destroy <laughs> things. <laughs> and not immediately without any way, you know, anything in terms of investigating or having a, uh, approach that may be a little bit more philosophical in nature. Well, you're welcome to investigate it. It uh, can be highly influential. You hear some voices coming from the the, the cave, the, the the where the obelisk is, and you hear. The sound of, uh, and then it's the 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 talking stops. Hmm. Like somebody just died. Don't ask me. So, I've been to the obelisk. I think that it's other otherworldly and causing problems here. If you wish to go and investigate the obelisk, you can. Please do so. Perhaps. It sounds like there's something hideous happening down in that hole. Yes, I agree. I think perhaps maybe if we just don't leap to destroy it, but somehow we can put it out of its uh, strongest nature right now and and make it a, a weaker in what it, it is, then we can control that situation of trying to investigate it and understand it so if there is a way that we can unplug in a sense or I guess that wouldn't be Disable a word it. from that day <laughs> Disable it. 
disable it, uh, make it dysfunction, then we are able to perhaps take a closer look at it. Well, like I said, you're welcome to go in there and take a look at it. I've had my my share of that. So I've um, tried to I've tried incantations and different things to to subdue it, and nothing was doing that. Print and stop. <laughs> wow, he's rubbing against. Do you have animals? The food. Do you have food cats? The it's the bag. It's got, oh, it it's had food in it, itself. and therefore he must rub it. Because he wants it oh, for himself. Oh, he's like, I'm Jen. in love with it because it has food. It used to. It doesn't now. Have you been dipping into the chili bowl? I wouldn't be surprised if he snuck up there. Um, can you roll me a, a, a human die again? Okay, so the two of you hear this... Um, metal on metal sounds kind of a scraping and then you hear I can't, I can't do it a pop sound kind of a and you recognize that was the sound you heard when Norris appeared yep there's things coming through so I'm still more the mind of burying this thing or blowing it up, but I know that you have your need to get ethereal with it. So if you <laughs> want to go get jiggy with it, if you want to go investigate it, this is the best time, but it doesn't, things are afoot here and we're running out of time. Mankind didn't make its advancements on destroying things. So, um, yeah, I think maybe uh, we should send. Do you have any friends to send in? Do what? Friends, art. No, it's just the it's just the <laughs> two of you and the miner, and the miner is wanting you guys to go away. Is the miner with it? There's a basically there's one miner, one of the three miners that you saw at the church. Is one of the miners is the standing one of the early miners. He's standing in front of it, basically saying, "You guys need to go away." Okay, so um, and Father Christian's busy and can't be disturbed. Father Christian is inside. He didn't say. You want to ask him? Is Father Christian inside? Um, funnily enough, Father Christian, you see him crawling out of the hole. Father Christian, I need to speak and with there, you. What is going on? What is this obelisk? Uh, well, g- give me a moment. I'm just climbing out of this hole. If you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to at least uh, dust myself off. I've always had good off. faith in you, though. I know that you wouldn't steer me to a wrong uh, answer or conclusion to what's going hold, on hold here. Hold on, hold on. And so he climbs out, and then uh, one of the miners climbs out and is, um, you know, climbing out with, uh, and they're they've got some of the mining equipment with them. Um, some of the picks and stuff that you guys have seen and a, a bag and um, go ahead and uh, I'll roll you a human die okay yeah he seems Father Christian seems 
calmer now than when you when he left. Um, to to you, I mean, since you know him, okay. So, um, but you're asking Father Christian what's going on. What, what, is, what are you asking? Yeah, uh, if if this if this obelisk is a, a a danger to the rest of the community. Oh, it's no danger, and and um, it has served its purpose. Although, uh, I, as as I mean danger, I don't mean like it's going to like hurt us necessarily. But even so, the fact that it's not going to control any of our beings. No. It guides, but uh, it's it, its guidance is is with us now. There's no washing of the brain, right? No. Okay. So, I want to know why is it here? It is here to communicate to us, to lead us. As as the as the North Star led us to the manger with the baby Jesus, this obelisk leads us to bonking our nose on the microphone because we're so close to it. Um, this obelisk leads us to the arrival and what exactly is arriving great and wondrous things that's a little vague do you um okay actually hand on head just a recap question uh when it was bishop mcleod and copel and you were out was Christian with you guys at that point? When we were out where? Uh, the very beginning with the where that little girl came up. Yeah, he was there. He um, was, at that point, he was a little disturbed by the ring. He didn't understand what mm-hmm. um, the bishop's ring was all about, but mm-hmm. now he seems to be completely content actually, with it. Actually, he looks, Father Christian looks at Francis and says, Fern will be whole again. So does this obelisk have a healing power? The obelisk itself does is just it is just a guidepost. It is the North Star. Ah, I see. It's like the um wind flag. Britain, we're trying to record here. It's like the um hen glider's destination. It is <laughs> like uh I get it. it. Yes. That's a little obtuse of a reference there, Kenny. <laughs> if, if people haven't gone to hang gliding sites, they wouldn't know what you're talking about. Careful, don't knock over that TV or that, or that router. So, um, Father Christian turns to Art and says, So, the bishop is gone. I believe he went the way the obelisk pointed. I'm... McLeod wants to go that way too. I suspect that you and him should head after the after the bishop. What what direction is the obelisk pointing? Uh, due east. And what is arriving? 
besides great and wondrous things, what I've, I, we, that part of why I'm obtuse is that we don't fully know and understand, but, um, William was restored through this, through the power of this, this, whatever it is, this power and this, this, yeah, William's restoration was murder. He's, he's dead. Well, no, no, he was, when he was treated by the bishop, uh, and and the ring that the bishop wears, he he made it clear to me when he was at the church that the ring is of the same. It also has healing within it, and that that is that is just the tip. That is just the the smallest percent is the smallest amount of what these. Maybe he can we'll read bring. the symbols on the papers. So I'm willing Father to. Christian? Yeah, because if his mind well, has been it, influenced by this thing. standing out in the rain. So papers out here is probably a bad idea. But if you want well, papers to. papers in the obelisk room is probably a bad idea, <laughs> that's too. That's too. True, too. <laughs> um, I can always put a cloak up over my head, and I can show them under the cloak. And just say, roll, roll me a roll me a human die. Let's I want to see if these make sense to them now because they didn't make sense them. before, but yeah. they maybe they do now. Yeah, it's it's too dark, it's too rainy, it's too challenging to show him out here. So you have to show him somewhere where it's dry and and well lit. He's he's also not a young chicken, so his vision's not the best. Okay, uh, well the spa's not too far from here. Mm. Maybe we should get out of the rain and go to the spa. Mm. It's fine. Um, well, leave the obelisk here. Well, the, uh, we can't take the obelisk anywhere. It's impossible to move. And you, do you forego of destroying it? Well, I didn't want to bring that up in front of people who might be influenced <laughs> by it. But you, when she says that, you kind of look over at Father Christian and you tell that Father Christian heard her say that. And he didn't really react to that. He didn't seem to be bothered by that at all. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to keep... I mean, he, can, uh, he can clearly see I'm probably carrying a keg of something. Hmm. Um, and, of course, a 25-foot-long... Well, I wouldn't... You don't... It's not you're not carrying dragging around 25 right. feet of cord behind you. You have it spooled up in your pocket. But right. Um, the 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 keg of dyne, of gunpowder he would probably recognize he's been to the mining site and there's you know unless it's whiskey there's not th- many things that are carried in such a small little keg so right um, yeah um, I'm, I'm just not going to advertise it yeah I mean so uh, what I do want to do is say so I'll ask him so he, so he he definitely notices the the actually that's an interesting question okay checking to see if he gets an insight. Um, no, he doesn't. Um, so he definitely recognizes that you have the keg and he seems, um, unperturbed by it. Okay. So I'm going to suggest that what we do is we gather our thoughts, even though there seems to be something going on down there and, you know, popping sounds and moaning people and that sort of thing. But we have an obstruction in the way, which we have essentially barrel man Mm. standing there. And, well, they, uh, so yeah, when when I mean when Father Christian comes out, the 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 miner that was out front is pretty much unperturbed. 
you know, he, he kind of stands down basically uh, uh, at that point. But does he take off and leave the no, hole it's, exposed? So it's now two uh, two miners and Father Christian are standing there talking to you, and they just at this point they're just kind of relaxed. Okay. Since it doesn't seem so urgent, I think we should regroup at the spa and then try to okay. get our get our head about this. Um, because we're Father Christian whispers something to one of the guards and uh, one of the miners, and the miner nods and. Father Christian says, "I'm yeah, I'm happy to accompany you there." Um, what do you think, Lady Francis? So, um, but isn't I, 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 if if we're not in danger, if if things are okay, yes, I think we can quickly try to get a plan together at the at the spa. Okay. Um, Father Christian says, uh, "I don't know if Copel is still there at the church. Should I send a message to him?" The last I heard, Copel was very interested in catching up with the bishop. Yeah. So uh, my, my guess is he's gone. But... Guess would be that he's gone at this point. Mm-hmm. And what we should try to do is I have some rubbings of um, of uh, information I gathered from mm-hmm. the uh, goat horse tunnels, as well as from inside the obelisk room, and I would like to see if anybody can help translate these. Mm-hmm. Because maybe they can help. Yeah, luckily Copel would probably be a good person to to help with that because they, you know, he's he was with the bishop when they treated William, and I think they understand the nature of these. Yeah, I'm not sure that I trust I anybody do. at this point, but well, I certainly I'm interested in this, so I I will certainly be happy to to take a look. But I, you know, I. Copel, oh, oh, so he was talking. I thought you were talking. As, no, this is Father Christian. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. so I don't say the trust thing to him. I, I just no. say, okay. uh, well, yes. I, yeah, let's let's get in out of the rain. Okay. So you go back to the spa. Um, basically, it's like 3.34 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are wet. I make tea. Tired, cold. I make tea, um, resting tea. We, I think we should take a nap for, you know, an hour and just try Power to wake up. up and have, like, our brains in a situ- in a way in which we can think clear, clearly. Maybe we should take a look at this in the morning then. Yes. Okay. When we've all had a chance to lose some insight. I mean, um, get some rest. <laughs> okay. So you all basically... Um, yeah, it's very quiet, and uh, Lauren basically makes you comfortable, but but just basics. It's you know, and she just kind of sets you up, but but you know, not not nothing exotic. And so yeah, you you get some rest next morning. Um, when you wake up, Francis. Hmm. Um, you have a note. Hmm. That's um kind of. S- Set on the desk next to your okay bedside. Okay, well, I asked Lawrence for my crumpets and tea while I look at this note. Okay, um, so actually, Lawrence says um, I found this in in the room that Fern was in, and I believe it's for you. Lauren tells me this. Yes, as as you order her around like a slave, <laughs> like a hussy she is. <laughs> Oh, she's okay. no hussy. Lauren? Um, no. Isn't Lauren the owner of the spa? What, do you think she's like a prostitute or something? 
or she's a, a hussy when she needs any. to be when she needs that extra money hey lady this ain't this ain't the quiet year you don't gonna make up what she is anymore it's my my world now <laughs> i've rusted it from your cold dead hands okay whatever yep. <laughs> So, okay, yeah, so she, yeah, Lauren says, you know, this this was left by Fern, and it's for, I believe it's for you. Okay, let me see it. Okay. So you you open it up, and it's um, written in English. It says, my dearest Francis, I am sorry I have not been well of late. One night I was standing near the well, curious about the glow coming from within. It was struck by lightning, and the force knocked me to the ground unconscious. I awoke, feeling myself less than whole and unable to speak, but compelled to say words I did not understand. The dear bishop knows my my ailment, and while the monks may be able to help me, I have had a vision of what will save me and make make me whole again. I bid you good. I bid you goodbye, and I hope to see you again, as we once were. It's unsigned. Wow, this is sad. So, so he is, um, where did he go? It just says that, um, basically that the, that, um, he, that he had a vision of what will save him and make him whole again. Okay. He's gone. You know who this is from? Well, I think I know it's from. Well, who do you th- think it's? Who do you think it's supposed to be from? Whether it's from him or not. <laughs> what? Who it's, do you think it's from? It's not from Fern. No, uh, it, it's from it. As far as you know, it's from Fern. I think I mean, it's of from course, Fern. Of course, it could be someone else writing it to be an asshole, but man, that would be a real asshole thing to do. So I, I think it's from Fern. <laughs> I, I feel it's um, That's sincere. a good question. So would you have written letters to each other? Yeah. When you were, when you were, okay. Yeah. So you reckon as a handwriting, it is Fern's handwriting. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah. So I, I feel like I didn't get the uh, great clue there. Only the fact that. He is now going to seek rest in somewhere. It could be maybe he is a part of the obelisk um, club. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lovecraft Love Boat. Subscribe to get more episodes. 